why do most men wait to become fathers before they learn how to become fathers? Let's say someone just wakes up this morning and they wake up this morning and they decide, you know what, I'm gonna go to a hospital, I'm gonna be a doctor. With no prior training, no prior study, they just wake up one morning, go into the hospital and then they take on the role of a doctor. Now be honest with yourself, you know it's a setup for disaster because they're more danger to a patient than actually helping them at all. And if you use that example, fatherhood is the exact same thing. It carries the same value. And I know people will say, oh, it's not as extreme, but trust me, it's extreme because once you have that child, it's not just about producing a child. It's about training a child. It's about being a father to a child. Not just a sperm donor, a father to a child. You're listening to Journey to Fatherhood a podcast that inspires and equips men to becoming more intentional and feeling more supported on the journey to fatherhood. Why wait to become a father before learning how to be a good one? My name is Chinidim Wabwenaya, a young man also on his journey with a desire to help men become great fathers despite their past personal experiences. I'll be sitting with different guests to bring you great value, sharing their knowledge and their experiences as we all embark on this amazing journey. This podcast, though targeted towards men, ladies, you will also gain great value from the conversations. Now, without further ado, let the journey begin. Hey there, and welcome to Journeys of Fatherhood podcast with your host, Chinaduma Wanaya here. I just want to say thank you for tuning in today. This is our first ever episode, first episode of Journey to Fatherhood podcast, and I'm excited about it because it's been a long time coming. I also want to encourage you that after watching this content, if you feel that it's even added any ounce of value to you, please make sure you share it to a friend, a friend's friend, even your brothers or anyone that you feel can benefit from it. And I also, with that said, I want you to feel free to leave your reviews and your feedbacks. Make sure you comment and leave your reviews so that we can always make sure that every week we come back stronger and better, giving you what you need to make the changes that you need. And I want to use this opportunity to really thank everyone that's actually encouraged me to get this started. It's been a long time coming. It's been a long time coming. I want to say thank you to Toby and so many other people. I'll be naming names as the weeks go along because there's so many names. But with that, I just want to give you an overview of what's happening today. So I'm going to keep it very brief, but also concise in terms of giving you what you need to hear from this. So giving you four main things that we're going to be touching base on today. We're going to be talking a bit about me and more about my personal interest in the topic of fatherhood. So why fatherhood, as the title for today says. And also we'll be going, taking a deep dive into why this podcast, why this element of content. And highlighting some of the results we got from the survey that we did. And thirdly, we'll talk about what this all means for you. What does everything that I'm going to say all through mean for you? What does the podcast mean for you? And finally, we round it up with telling you what to expect from future episodes and the ultimate mission of the brand, Journey to Fatherhood. So without further ado, let's get it started. So yes, like it says, my name is Chinadima Wanaya, born in Nigeria. This isn't really an interview, but I just really wanted to kind of give you a, a bit of an insight to me because I feel that I think I heard someone say, nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care. So this is me giving you a brief idea, a rough idea of how much I care and why this means so much to me in terms of fatherhood. So, quick disclaimer to put it out there, I'm not currently a father. 
or neither do I have a baby on the way. I, I literally am on the journey as you probably are. And I just really wanted to document this because I feel that a lot of us don't get the chance to actually find out how to become fathers before we even get the chance to become fathers. And this is really why I'm doing this. And this podcast is not, it's not just for me. It's not just for you. It's for anyone, both male and female, regardless of the background, regardless of the experiences. I feel that we can gain something together from this journey. And I really believe that I am not an expert. I know I'm not an expert, but trust me, from the deep conversations we're going to be having with the guests that come on the show, we will learn so much more. And myself included, and you, both of us, we're all going to take the right journey to fatherhood. And that's what I'm aiming for, and that's what we're going to cover. So not covering it up too much, I just really wanted to go deep into, so why fatherhood? This is something I kept on asking myself for a while, because it took me a long time to realize this is a conversation that needs to be had. I think for me, taking it back a bit now, when I was in, it all started when I was in university, my first year. I remember a great friend of mine, again, this is a shout out to him because he started the whole journey for me. His name's Jamal, Jamal Otto. He's a British athlete. And it was amazing to have him as a friend because I remember one night, I don't even know what we're talking about. We're just talking about the struggles we've had in terms of growing up as young men in our communities. And it's one of those things where we just really bonded. He was a friend of a friend. He was a friend's friend. Yeah, you get your mouth twisted with that. But he was a friend's friend. And we just went out on the roof. Yes, we went on the roof because he had a window by his roof. We went out on the roof and we just sat down just talking. And we talked about the influences of our fathers in our lives. And out of nowhere, we just kept on going deep and deep and deep. And in the midst of the conversation, he told he t- turned around to me and said, "Well, you know, do you actually you, you need to you need to sort something you need to sort things out with your dad?" And that was the first time it ever clicked to me that there was actually pain in me. And now let me get let me put it back let me put it in context because we were talk we were sitting there talking about expectations, what we would have wanted from our fathers, and all these things got me just thinking about, okay, the things I crave for, you know, the, the experiences every kid wishes they had with their dad, and I never really thought about it too much, but, you know, as a grown man, we just have it, we were connecting and talking, right, it was one of those times where, I guess, you could just be you, no need to front about, oh, you can't cry, you can't be too emotional, because sometimes society puts this across that, oh, men don't cry, men shouldn't cry, men should just own up to things, and don't even, don't worry about things and just deal with it. Don't talk about it, just deal with it. So we were talking about the influences from our fathers. And for me, it kind of took me to a place that I realized that, raw, wow, I really have a lot of pain in me. And I never knew that it was one of the driving forces to the things I was doing. Listen, I was always ambitious. I was always hard work and I always wanted to be great. But it was from a place I didn't know. It was only through that conversation with Jamal that I realized that I was hurting deep inside. And when I say hurting, it was a point almost hatred. Now, it's scary to even admit it now because back then I did not think there was no hate. I I thought to myself, you know, when people say the phrase where, oh, unforgiveness is like drinking poison and wishing someone will die. That was my motto. I never thought I had any hate or any pain towards anyone till I had that conversation with Jamal and to this day I thank you Jamal I know you'll probably listen to this I thank you for that triggering that but during that conversation he made me realize that I've been holding on to a lot of anger 
and hatred towards my dad because I never really had the type of relationship I wanted to have with him. And my father and my mother, they're still together, well, happily married, but it's one of those things where I never really had that relationship with my dad. To put that in context, I think people always used to think, oh, Chinedin, why are you complaining? At least your parents are still together. They're not split up or they're not divorced. But my thing was always, well, I, I kind of have to count my blessings. But at the same time, it was eating me up inside because for me, I, at that time, I felt that he's he was... Now, let me be real. I thought at that time he is just someone that had a part to play in my birth. It sounds so horrible and so... Like, wow, why, how can you say just that? But at that point, I had no relationship with my dad. I had no relationship with my dad. It was just one of those things where if anyone asked me, I would have said I'm a single parent. I'm a single parent child. But my, my mother and my father were still together. And it really got me thinking and it started making me think, OK, so where is this coming from? And all of a sudden, whilst we were in that conversation, I started crying. I started crying. I started... I laugh now, but back then it was not funny because I, I found myself really overwhelmed with emotions. I was thinking to myself, where did all these emotions come from? Anger, hate, disgust, just pure hatred out of nowhere. And that was the start of it. And I started asking myself, okay, so this is an issue I really need to address. And as you would have it, that year we went back to Nigeria. My dad lives in Nigeria right now. He still does. We went back to Nigeria and I remember my, till this day, my brothers and my sisters, they keep on laughing at me for doing it. They called me wet or they said I was moist for doing that. I wrote a letter to my dad just before we, uh, before our trip finished in Nigeria. I wrote a letter to him talking to him about how I forgive you, I appreciate all that you want, all that you did for me. And this was coming, it was hard to write that letter. I'm telling you, I had to pray for it. As a Christian, I had to pray for it and really ask God to help me through it. But I wrote the letter, and in the letter, I was just trying to see, you know, the I, the Hollywood, the movie type of way of trying to, you know, console and express your feelings. Wrote all of that, left the letter on my dad's table. I didn't really know how to react if he was reading it when I was there. So we came to, came back to the UK. It took about a week or two weeks, and then my dad called me, and he said he finally found the letter because it was lost. He lost. It was just hidden in, in the, on his table. And he had read the letter and he said he appreciates me writing the letter. And for the first time ever, for the first time ever, my dad said, I love you. Now, this meant so much to me. I remember, I still remember it this day. I was coming back from, I was on my way to Coventry. I was still in university. I was on my way to Coventry University. I was at London Euston Station by the borders when I was on the phone with him. And when he said these things, I was like, whoa, my dad says he loves me. My dad actually says, I love you. And I said, I love you too, dad. And almost I wanted to keep saying it just to make sure that it wasn't something I just heard in my mind. I wanted to make sure it actually came from him. So he said it another time. And listen, and listen, even as I'm saying it right now, it's just bringing up so much emotions because it took, I, I didn't know I craved that so much. But I put it aside because I felt, you know what? Uh, I might as well, I just need to toughen up, I need to toughen up, I'm just going to be a better father than he ever was. And all of those things, I didn't know that was hate and anger driving all of that. But hearing my dad said, say, I love you. Ah, it meant so much to me.
till this day, when I think about it, as you probably hear it from my voice, when I think about it, it just, it brings so much joy to me. And ever since that day, I've been working on building things tight with my, my dad and just making sure that I put in the effort because for my dad, as, as, as far as he was concerned, the kids didn't really want too much to do with him. At least that's my perception of it because no one was really reaching out. And I understand it's not the role of the kids to be forcing the relationship or trying to make the relationship work. But sometimes you just got do you just got to take a take a, what is it now they say go an inch and take a mile. But you just got to take the step. So me reaching out to my dad, writing that letter, because I didn't hear from him the first week we came back. I thought, oh, it's one of those ones where he doesn't really care. But hearing him call me back and speak to him, speak to me. To the point where he even took the letter, photocopied it, kept the original in the house, photocopied it and go, went and showed it to his friends in the club. And for me, I was like, damn, I'm actually someone's son. Not, and not to say anything about my mum, love her to death. But it was like, I always wanted, it's one of those weird things. I think as you, as you grow up, you start to realise a lot of men desire the approval of their fathers. And I'm sure there's psychological evidence to back this up and all of that. But for me, that meant so much. And as time went on, I just started seeing how I could kind of instigate that relationship, foster that relationship with my dad, build it up and all of these things. To be honest with you, it's gone up, down, it's gone up, down. Sometimes I feel I'm putting too much effort into it. And sometimes I take a break and I'm like, you know, I'm tired of this. I'm going to be honest with you, it hasn't been a miracle, but we're still working on it. Sometimes I call him, sometimes I call him again. But it's one of those things where it's not where it is, where I want it to be. But that's why I started this podcast, is Journey to Fatherhood. Well, I'm still on a journey with my father. I'm still on a journey as a man right now, as a young man, 24 years old, aiming to become a father very soon in the future. Like I said, just a disclaimer, I'm not expecting a baby anytime soon. I'm not expecting a father. <laughs> I ain't even married yet, so we can't do that out of marriage. But let's go back to that. But what I'm saying is this. It took me that experience of me reaching out and having that conversation with Jamal for that to be triggered. Something I'd always ignored. While I'm sure maybe at a later age, I may, that, those feelings may have cropped up somewhere and I, then I'll have to address it. But it was great to have that conversation with Jamal. And to this day, Jamal's a great friend of mine. I consider him as, as a brother. But it got me thinking, how many men actually have these conversations? How many men have these conversations? Now, this is for, even if you have a father in your family, your, your, your dad lives with you, or he's not in your life, this is equally important for everyone. Because it's about the relationship, not the existence of the father. It's the relationship of the father with a child. So it, it, that started a question in me that just got me thinking. It just kept me making, asking myself these questions. And I think the question that's been on my mind for the last few weeks, which actually led to all of this starting, was I just really, I, I wanted to really ask myself, okay, so with all of this being said, why do most men wait to become fathers before they learn how to become fathers? Let's say someone just wakes up this morning and they wake up this morning and they decide, do you know what? I'm going to go into a hospital going to be a doctor with no prior training no prior studying they just wake up one morning go into the hospital and then they take on the role of a doctor now be honest with yourself you know it's a setup for disaster because they're more dangerous to a patient than actually 
helping them at all. Now, they could even make someone that isn't too sick actually make them lose their life because that's someone's life in their hands. And if you use that example, fatherhood is the exact same thing. It carries the same value. And I know people will say, oh, it's not as extreme. But trust me, it's extreme because once you have that child, it's not just about producing a child. It's about training a child. It's about being a father to a child. Not just a sperm donor, a father to a child. Because a lot of young people, a lot of young men especially, they struggle because they never had that relationship. And unfortunately, what tends to happen, because they don't resolve it or get maturity in terms of that aspect of their life, they end up repeating the same thing with their kids. And it becomes so cyclical. And unfortunately, what we hear about is more of the negatives about men leaving the family, men not being great fathers, kids not having great father figures. We hear so much of the negative and not enough of the positive or enough of the construction into actually making great fathers. That's why I started this podcast. Now that takes me into exactly why I started this podcast. And I want to make it clear, I am not an expert. I repeat, I am not an expert. But the conversations we're going to be having with some of the guests that we're, the guests that we're going to be come, bringing onto the show, it's going to be eye-opening. I know for sure that I'm going to be learning a lot because I'm excited about this journey as much as I hope you are. So this is why I, my aim is, my desire for the future is being the best husband and best father I could possibly be to my wife and kids. That's it. When I, if I can do that, then I'm good. I'm golden. That's my aim. And that's why I want to help you through this podcast and a series of other content and other way of engagements that we'll be doing going forward further to just help actually change the narrative. Men can be great fathers. We can have, we can, we can definitely have more great fathers and father figures to young men because everyone's on a journey. Question is, when are you going to wake up and start your journey? So people probably ask, so, okay, so why this podcast? I just wanted to have this ongoing conversation with people about their, their, their experience of fatherhood because it's so important that we learn from other people's experiences. It's easy, yes, people can say learn from your mistakes, but why do you need to make a mistake before you learn? Why do you need to make a mistake before you learn? That's why I really wanted to start this podcast because I believe that every man has something to, has a story to tell, has a journey they're going through, has experiences and life skills that they can share. And this is so important because I actually, it, it makes it so, this topic is so relevant for our time and always will be for any time, regardless of circumstances or socioeconomic um, conditions. And I actually did a survey on Instagram. I did a survey on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And it was amazing to see the outcomes of these because I think I remember doing the survey. I asked, um, do you, if I can get it right, I asked a question to my followers on Instagram. And the question was very simple, but it was so interesting to see the results that we got. Now, one of the questions I asked them was this. Not... I asked the question, the question I asked the listeners, my viewers and followers was, do men get enough guidance on how to become great future fathers in a society? I'll repeat that again. The question was, do men get enough guidance on how to become great future fathers in our society? Now, the result of it was 83% said no, that men don't get enough guidance. And 17% said yes. 
Now, I asked those people that are 17%. Now, this is what's different because they'd had the right upbringing, their experiences, their exposure to things were excellent. So we need to also put that into perspective. And I asked people if they believe that men don't get enough guidance on how to become great future fathers in a society. I asked them if they believe that's so, that they should give an example. And some of the examples that I got were so amazing. So one of the examples, one of the replies I got is that not enough conversations are being done, we, that we are not having enough conversations and people easily pick on the mistakes without giving feedback, loving feedback. Now, that's what I just said earlier. Now, there's more to it. And I think so. another response was that someone says, I think in society, it's not set as a predetermined expectation for men to become fathers. Now, I spoke to the individual and I wanted to understand exactly what she meant by this. And she went on to tell me that, for example, you know, from birth, from early, as soon as, for example, females, once they're born, you know, the parents is almost, it's almost like from the very early start, they're being groomed to be mothers. They're being groomed to be mothers in a way where they say, okay, you got to make sure that you're, you can cook and all of these things, the typical things that you assume, uh, I guess they put as a mother is able to do. But for guys, it's almost where I'll oh, just make sure you're successful, make sure you've got money. And it's, I, if you, if you understand what I'm saying, in regardless of the society, regardless of anything, it's almost where the women almost assume that, oh yeah, they're going to be mothers soon. So we need to gear them up for all of this. A lot of guys are kind of left to their own, left to their own devices and just, you know, be the man, be the man, be the man, be the man, be the man. But not enough people show them how to be the father. So that's where the problem really lies. And the reason why I created this podcast or why I started this podcast is because I genuinely want to give an opportunity and a platform for us to start having these conversations because these are vital conversations. It's so vital because I remember... So right now, I'm in, I'm in a, I work for a tech firm as a business development manager. But prior to that, I worked in two different schools. Volunteered at one, worked in one. The one I worked in, I worked as a behavior management lead. And in that school, the amount of young people that have been affected by lack of efficient fathers in their lives, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And if this is not solved, if, this is not, if there's no action being taken to resolve this, we're going to have so many broken individuals. Now, mothers do an amazing job. Listen, there are some mothers. There, it's, this, this, what I'm saying now doesn't apply to every single person because some people are able to do without it because their mother provides them and they have the right support network, uncles, friends, big mentors, and all of those things that help them. But I'm creating this platform so that we can actually establish a culture of talking about these things. To realize that it's okay to talk about fatherhood. It's to realize it's okay for men to really talk about their pains and what they've been through. So what this means for you is really that this will be a platform where you, you stay comfortable talking about these things. And it, it will help you make sense of what is really driving some of your behaviors and your way of thinking. In this podcast, we'll also uncover some pains and there will be times where you need to be vulnerable to yourself and to other people. Regardless if, you, if you've never been vulnerable or if you currently are vulnerable, to, you're okay with being vulnerable to people, you will need to dig deep inside to find out, okay, so what's my mental state with all of this? Because trust me, some of the conversations we're going to be having will trigger emotions.
whilst you are taking your personal journey, make sure that you start to develop accountability partners, people around you, fellow guys, you can talk about this, discuss the podcast, discuss the content, because this is something that needs to be talked about. Sole mission of the brand. So the brand Journey to Fatherhood is designed to help young men on their journey towards becoming great fathers. And we're going to be doing so by providing content and engaging with men all around the world to share knowledge, experiences and any opportunities that we can that align with the mission. Now we'll be bringing in loads of guests that I believe will and can truly add value to you. And the best way to do this is that we'll be triggering and actually encouraging high engagement for myself and my team by reading each of your reviews and your feedbacks to make sure that we always deliver the very best to you guys. And I'm excited about next month, May 2020, because we're going to be launching our weekly article and newsletter. So make sure you stay tuned to all our social media platforms. And please, 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 if it's possible, if it's something you can do, get a journal. Because this journey is amazing. And to be able to document it for yourself, that journal will make a big difference. It will make a big difference because you can see where you start and where you go. And each day will be different for you because various things will come to life for you. And also, we'll be launching our website. Yes, our website will be coming out. We're aiming to launch it next month, May 2020, in time for the newsletter rollouts. But in the meantime, make sure you follow us on all our social media platforms at Journey to Fatherhood Podcast on Instagram. That's at Journey to Fatherhood Podcast on Instagram. And on Twitter, we've got Journey to Father. You know, they didn't let us use that many letters. The characters was too long. So we kind of brought it down to Journey to Father. So that's Twitter at Journey to Father. We'll be launching our website, like I said, and our YouTube channel in the very near future. And we'll be hosting interactive live streams with our guests when, where you can ask them questions. That will be coming in later next month as well, where we have everything set up. And I'm really excited because in June 2020, in two months, myself and the team were really working towards launching our monthly masterclasses. So in a masterclass, we have guest speakers, we'll have interactive sessions, we'll have deep conversations. It won't be too many people, so the tickets will go quickly, but I'll make sure I announce it on the podcast and all our social media platforms. Just an opportunity and an environment for everyone to really sit down and just be, just be real with each other and just help raise those great men that we truly are and that we truly can be and those great fathers that we have the potential to become. So the three key takeaways from today, I just wanted to round it up. I, I was thinking of how can I round it up to make it more memorable. So I thought about RFB. So that's RFB. R standing for recognize. First step is to recognize that fatherhood is something that needs some thought put into it. Both in terms of reflecting on your personal experience from the receiving end and as someone's, as someone's child and also your desire to become a great father in the future. Second is F, so RF, F stands for forgive. Like I told you in my story, I needed to forgive first before I started my journey. And this is something I really hope that we can inspire, even if it's not today, as time goes on, because I know it's not gonna be easy for everyone, it's not gonna be the same for everyone, but forgiveness is the start. Because once you forgive, you're able to put things aside and then begin, that brings you to RFB, begin. Begin your journey to becoming a great father. 
Now, it's so important that with everything, I really want you to, even if it's just one note that you could take out, just what are you going to apply to that? Is it getting a journal? Is it just speaking to your father or speaking to someone, another male figure in your life? Just speaking to someone. I look forward to seeing you next week on Journey to Fatherhood podcast. Make sure you share and you follow. Looking forward to reading your feedbacks and your reviews. Take care. Let's keep the journey going.